sometimes you just need to touch grass, literally and figuratively. And we recommend you bring books. Tell the bibliologists at Tailored Book Recommendations about what you love and what you don't and what you want to read this summer on your outdoor adventures. You can get your recommendations via email or receive hardcovers in the mail. And TBR has plans for every budget. This summer, touch grass and bring books. You pack the bags, we pick the books. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today. It only takes a few minutes. That's mytbr.co. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and it's beginning to look a lot like Backlist. This is episode number 287 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple Backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi, everyone. Wow, end of November already. I am the type of person that starts shopping for, or at least planning what I'm going to get for people for the holidays during the summer. So I am more than done with all my shopping. However, many people in my life are getting cookies this year. So I've been practicing those. I plan on making a variety, including legit gingerbread cookies with royal icing, like using cookie cutters and everything. I've already practiced them once and it was a pretty good bake. I'll give them another go, but there is room for improvement, and I definitely need to practice my icing skills. Almost all the recipes I'm making are from America's Test Kitchen Perfect Cookie book, and I know I've mentioned it on this show in the past, but it is amazing. The recipes are, well, perfect. I will link it in the show notes. First, though, I have some books to share. But before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from a sponsor. Sometimes you just need to touch grass, literally and figuratively, and we recommend you bring books. Tell the bibliologists at Tailored Book Recommendations about what you love and what you don't and what you want to read this summer on your outdoor adventures. You can get your recommendations via email or receive hardcovers in the mail, and TBR has plans for every budget. This summer, touch grass and bring books. You pack the bags, we pick the books. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today. It only takes a few minutes. That's mytbr.co. For my first pick, I have Eloquent Rage, A Black Feminist Discovers Her Superpower by Brittany Cooper. All right, everyone, add this book to your growing list of black feminist books to read. Content warning for gun violence and violence against women, particularly black women and police violence. We live in a society where black women often have our anger held against us. Even at times we are not angry, it's a stereotype that people thrust upon us to dismiss what we have to say. The author suggests that anger, specifically rage, can be our superpower, not our destructive weakness. Right at the beginning, Cooper talks about how Americans love the character of a sassy black woman, and she points out that sass is just a more palatable form of rage. Sass can be a place of safety for us because we, you know, need to keep our jobs and what have you. Yet the author affirms we as black women have every right to be angry. 
Cooper writes a lot about the relationships Black women have with other Black women, including what she calls homegirl interventions, when your friends cut to the chase and tell you that what you're doing isn't working or what you're doing isn't doing you any favors. That being said, she also writes honestly about how it can be hard for Black women to be friends with one another when society tells us that women are in competition with each other and that patriarchy convinces some women to pass on the idea that girls can't be trusted. I really enjoyed the author's discussion of Beyonce as a feminist, because I know that Beyonce's feminism has been called into question by many. Even Bell Hooks apparently referred to Beyonce as a terrorist at one point. I appreciated Cooper's take on it for sure. She also has a discussion of Michelle Obama and the ways in which she was able to subtly express her eloquent rage. Ways that were obvious to some of us and flew under the radar for many. There is so much in this book and I don't want to give it away, so I just highly recommend Eloquent Rage, A Black Feminist Discovers Her Superpower by Brittany Cooper. For my next book, I have Pet by Ekweke Emezi. I am really, really excited to finally be able to share this gorgeous young adult book with you. First of all, content warning for harm against children. This story takes place in a city called Lucille. Lucille could be any utopian town. It is a utopia because there are no more monsters. The monsters were the billionaires who hoarded money, the police officers, the racists, and others who have hate and greed in their hearts. After the revolution, the monsters were all gathered up and rehabilitated, for the prisons were abolished. And now everyone in Lucille is safe and has their needs met and there are no more monsters. Those who lead the way in the revolution are known as the angels and they are now the authorities in the town. The angels are held in very high regard. Our protagonist is a teen girl named Jam who lives in this lovely town of Lucille. Jam is trans and communicates mostly through signing. She occasionally vocalizes with the people she trusts most, like her parents or her best friend who is named Redemption. Though her parents and Redemption also know how to sign and communicate with Jam in that way as well. Jam also has a way of listening to the things around her, like her house, and being able to understand what they are communicating. The history of Lucille is not necessarily taught in depth to the young people. It reminds me of the United States Civil Rights Movement of the 1950s and 1960s. We now just kind of get highlights of the wins, but rarely learn details about the fight. Jam is curious about angels. Not the angels who are the humans that helped lead the revolution, but the angels that were taught in organized religion, which in this utopian town, that no longer exists either. There is a librarian character in the book that I, of course, immediately fell in love with. Jam's mother is an artist and has an art studio in their home. She's been working on a mixed media painting situation on a large canvas. She doesn't really know what it is, she's just sort of creating what comes to her. So Jam sneaks into the studio all alone to take a look at it, and a creature appears from it. The creature we learn is Pet, and Pet is a monster hunter. It says there is a monster for it to hunt in Lucille, and that Jam must help it. This story is about how to hunt monsters and stop evil when everyone, especially adults, are in denial that monsters and evil exist anymore. 
And when you don't think they exist anymore, you start to forget how to recognize them. I have never read anything like this book. It is absolutely phenomenal, beautifully written, and absolutely captivating. It's Pet by Ekweke Emezi. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my spectacular audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or baking or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the infophile, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.